Do complex legal issues hold you back? Let's get energized and bring clarity to your top legal questions. This is Law Talk with the Flock by Guzman Law Firm. Gina Guzman, a CEO, lawyer, author, and woman business owner, here to help navigate you through the law, your business, and life as a leader. For today's episode, I have with me Nick Montague. Nick is an Omaha estate planning attorney and partner with our Trust Law Council Group. He leads our estate planning practice area. And today, Nick and I are going to talk to you about your end of year estate planning and what you need to do to plan for the end of 2020 so that we can rock into 2021. Welcome, Nick. Morning, Gina. How are you? I'm really good. How are you doing today? Good. It's a beautiful fall day. So, you know, it's a, it's a great morning, nice and crisp out there. I'm excited to join you this morning. So thanks for having me on today. Excited to have you on the podcast, Nick, and to talk about estate planning, one of our favorite topics. Love it. <laughs> and why do you love it, Nick? You know, estate planning is about relationships. It's about people. It's about helping someone tell their story. And we love getting into that. We love being involved with people and, and really helping them express what their what their wishes are at the end of the day. And we're coming into the end of 2020, which I think a lot of people are happy about. And so <laughs> as we near the end of this year, uh, let's talk about how we might be able to help folks as they uh, should look at their estate plan. And, and why should someone be considering updating or getting their estate plan started uh, at this time of year. Yeah, it's so interesting. This year has been, you know, uh, quite a year, um, but I think it's really brought to the forefront the unpredictable nature of life. I mean, it truly has. Um, and, you know, I know I'm guilty of it. I know others are. We just get so focused in the in the day, the moment, the task that, uh, you know, with no real guarantee of tomorrow. And so working on your estate plan, the purpose of it is to alleviate some of that unpredictability. Uh, to understand that at the point in time you do go, your loved ones, people you care about, charities, whatever it is, whatever is really important to you, whatever you want to be impactful with at the point in time you go is taken care of. Not only at the point in time you go, but if you're ever disabled, something else is happening in your life, you understand and you know that you're going to be taken care of because you've taken steps uh, to work on your estate plan. So, you know, I always tell folks, uh, never too early to plan can be too late. And so, this year has really kind of put that in the front of our minds of, wow, you know, we just don't know what tomorrow brings. So it's so important to be proactive with your planning. And we kind of have a focus on estate planning right now, too, because at the end of October, it is estate planning week. And I think that uh, whoever designated this week as estate planning week, they did so intentionally because it, it, there's still enough time to plan before the end of the year, isn't there, Nick? There certainly is. There's, that's absolutely right. There certainly is time to plan before the end of the year still. Um, you know, lots of things to think about. We've got an election looming. We've got potential tax law changes that are coming next year, depending on what happens in Washington. So a lot of things to talk through with clients. Uh, but again, at the end of the day, estate planning is about the relationship and what you truly want to pass on at the end of the day. And so, um, you know, tax laws aside, life changes aside, it's really about looking at that whole picture. What's really going on in your world um, and how can we help you uh, take care of what it is you want to take care of? What's really, really important to you at the end of it all? When should someone that has a plan look to update that plan? That's a great question. So a lot of times it's a life event changes, right? We've got a, a new child or grandchild, right? We've had a death in the family. 
uh, we've had some realization that, you know, maybe that's not the person I want to take care of my stuff when I pass away, or, or maybe if I'm incapacitated, I don't necessarily want them to the, the looking over my, my healthcare needs. Um, those are sort of the big ones. Every about two years is, is reason to at least sit down and say, well, we did this plan a couple years ago. Let's make sure that's still what we want. Uh, has anything changed? Maybe it has, maybe it hasn't, but important to think through what your planning is and how it actually functions and operates. You bet, because people change and relationships change and, and those dynamics can impact uh, someone that you selected to be a power of attorney before. Maybe you don't want them in that role today. Absolutely right. And, you know, it even goes beyond that in terms of, you know, you've got the plan in place. It's all set up. It's nice and crisp and good. But have we thought through further than that? Have we thought through what happens in a disability where, you know, not only who's going to take care of us and who's going to, you know, make decisions for us, but if we had to go to assisted living, have we gone in toward those facilities? Do we know what's available to us regionally? Do we want people coming into the home to help take care of us there? You know, having those conversations beyond just having a document is so vitally important, um, not only between yourself and your attorney, but the next generation, right? The people that are going to help you. Uh, what do you, what do your kids feel about those things? What are the people you love? What do they care? What do they think about those decisions you're making too? That communication is so key um, for estate planning. Absolutely. I know in my family, we recently looked at the cemetery plots and how many are there and do we need to buy some more for the family? <laughs> yeah. So again, vitally important. The more we can pre-plan, the easier it truly is at the end of the day for that next generation or for those people you care about. And I'm not that old, I don't think, Nick, but we were planning already. And my husband thought that was a little crazy. But I said, well, this is the work that we're in. This is what we do. <laughs> so. That's exactly right. It's being proactive. That's what it's all about at the end of the day is being proactive. And, you know, not everybody needs the same plan, right? Everybody needs a plan, right? Um, mm -hmm. It really just depends on what stage you're at in life. You know, young, we're just out of college, stuff's going, young kids, all that sort of stuff. A plan looks different then than it does as you get into your career and, and you advance and you retire and all the rest of it. So, uh, again, estate planning comes back to relationships at the end of the day. And what do you really want to accomplish and how do we get that done? So let's talk about how do we get that done, Nick, and, and how do you lead people through this process? Yeah. So first and foremost, it's about getting to know, getting to know you. So um, we have meetings with people. A lot of Zoom meetings are going on right now, as we know, in this world we're in. So just like this, we get on the computer and, and really dig down deep and ask the right questions and learn about dynamics, learn about family, uh, learn about what your goals are. So typically a meeting, it's four quarters, I call it. The first is diving in and understanding those dynamics between, um, you know, kids, in-laws, outlaws, right? All those um, are people we care about. Are they on the right path that we want them to, to go down? Are those sort of things happening? What's the relationship look like there? Grandkids, do we want to try, try, try to provide for grandkids? Talking through the assets and really wrapping our arms around, hey, what's out there? That's kind of our stage two. That's our second quarter because, you know, you can have the best estate plan in, your, in the world, right? But if we're not coordinating beneficiaries on accounts and ownership of property, it's not worth the paper it's written on a lot of times. And so digging down and making sure we're identifying those accounts and, and things and assets that are out there. And then talking through what your goals are. I mean, just, you know, at the end of the day, how are we going to move the assets? How are we going to take care of those that we we love and care about? That's our that's our third quarter of it is talking through those um, goals uh, through the what the clients uh, want at the end of the day, and then fourth What's is the fourth strategy. quarter. Fourth yeah. quarter strategy. That's right. It's hey, how do we do, how do we accomplish it? Right? We've talked through it. We understand. We see the picture. How do we get that done? Um, and so 
That's where we really dig down on this is the legal strategy to do exactly to accomplish what it is you're telling me you want to do. And a lot of times that'll involve the next step of getting other professionals involved, right? Building that team around the clients because, you know, you can get the best expert in the world in front of you, but they're not an expert in everything, right? And so it's so important to collaborate with others. And that's what we pride ourselves here on is working with advisors and CPAs and insurance professionals and, and business coaches and all those people that really make an impact on your life and your planning. It's so important to, to be a part of that group around the table. Now, if someone wants to set up that initial discussion, how do they do that? Pretty easy. Just a phone call in, right? It's just a phone call. We get on the calendar. We set it up. We um, have multiple different platforms for um, the online, whether it's a uh, you know Microsoft Teams or Zoom or whatever platform a client is or prospective uh, individual is comfortable on, we uh, are able to get on those different platforms and we set a time, typically an hour to hour and a half to two hours. So you're going to spend some time really talking about life. So uh, it's one of those getting a comfortable chair and we'll have a pretty good conversation and. Uh, you know, you keep it as light as you can because these are heavy topics, but we really have to dig down and get through them. So it's really just a conversation at the end of the day to begin with. And then based on what we hear and based on the strategies we talk through, we move to the next step. Got it. And uh, when you move to the next step, what are some of those potential options? Yeah, so there's a lot of different planning options in particular, whether we're talking simplified, you know, powers of attorney, who's going to make a decision, will planning, where's stuff going? updating beneficiaries to make sure it's mirroring our plan or we get into more advanced trust planning and you know we get into trust planning for a load of different reasons whether that's we're trying to protect a beneficiary from themselves we're trying to protect a beneficiary from others we're concerned about tax laws we've got a, a special need child or or beneficiary again the the reasons for moving into that uh level of planning are innumerable so um we talk through strategies based on the conversation that's had. So any of those strategies are, are things that we can incorporate based on what's happening in life. And once decisions have been made, things move pretty quick. Once we've talked through strategy and client says, hey, that sounds great. That's where we're going to go. We pride ourselves on keeping up the pace of business. So generally you see a turnaround of 30 to 45 days from engagement to get it done. We don't like kicking the can down the road any more than anybody likes sitting on the other side of the table and be six months from the time you first met with an attorney getting something done. We don't like to do that. And so um, especially given this year, right? Given the circumstances, given what's happening, it's so important to keep up that pace of business. And so, um, you know, again, from the word go, depending on what the plan looks like, it's uh, information, it's, you know, your full name and your date of birth and uh, the information on the beneficiaries and statements from financial institutions and deeds to property for updating those sort of things. And in that in between, between the time you engage us and time we sign, we're busy, we're getting everything in place and the way it needs to be. And then, giving you drafts of what's going on, right? So you're not walking in blind and sign, signing things. So you can actually review those things and, and see what's going on. And then we spend about an hour, hour and a half in meeting, talking through again, this is how it functions. This is how it operates, verifying uh, birth dates and spellings. And these are your wishes and, and then doing some autographing and continuing on from there, depending on your planning, you know, there's maintenance options. Again, it all depends on the structure of the actual estate plan and, and when we need to update and when we need to sit down and look at things. Um, so, yeah. So, Nick, tell me about um, the team and where all we practice. Yeah, all over the place. We've got a very, a very broad uh, Midwest um, uh, area. So we cover, as Trust Law Council, Iowa, Nebraska, Missouri, Montana, the Dakotas, uh, a little bit in Colorado, 
Um, so quite a few states. Really, you know, our, our goal is to be the firm of choice in the Midwest, and so that's what we aim to do. And so we work with a lot of folks in a lot of different places and really help them set up plans based on where they are, where they're going, and what they want to accomplish at the end of the day. So we have the capability not only through these type of meetings, but actually traveling, right? We get out of this chair and we travel a lot and meet people where they are because that's where folks are comfortable. Um, and so, yeah, we cover, we cover a broad swath of land in the Midwest here and have the capability to work with anybody in those individual states. Got some Minnesota thrown in there too. I'll add that Minnesota. one. That's right. Yeah. Minnesota. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Very good. So lots of folks that we can help and a team to make it happen too. Right, Nick? It's not just you and I and the team. We've got other folks that are at the firm to help support the process as well. That's right. Not only do we have uh, multiple attorneys and staff inside of Trust Law Council, but at Gooseman in general, we have such a deep bench that, you know, a lot of times estate planning can lead into a different conversation of, you know, well, we're thinking about this type of business, what should we do? Or we have this contract dispute, what should we do? Or this other issues going on, what should we do? Well, guess what? We've got people up and down the firm that are able to handle those situations. So it's so nice to not to understand that Gooseman's not their trust law counsel. Our focus is going to be that estate, that succession planning, but we've got people up and down the halls that can deal with other issues as they come up. So being the law firm of choice, not only throughout the Midwest, but for individual business owners and, and folks and families and, and people that know that we're a part of their team, um, I think is uh, very encouraging to people. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Nick, for sharing your insight with everyone today. Have a great day, everyone, and go make it worth it. Thanks for joining us for Law Talk with the Flock by Gooseman Law Firm. We hope you feel energized and ready to soar past your goals. Become a Flock fan and subscribe to our podcast for weekly episodes. Learn more at goosemanlaw.com.